love big slates and you love injury news, boy, have we got a show for you. It's the Sportsline DFS podcast on Wednesday, January 31st. We've got an eight-game slate, perfectly sized. I'm Heath Cummings. He's Mike McClure. And we thought, Mike, on Tuesday that we had a bunch of injury news early. We thought that we had a bunch of value plays. Wednesday says, hold my beer. Yes, uh, it certainly does. And, you know, we, we do have some of the injury news trickling in early, but, man, there is a lot of it tonight. And not only is there a lot of injury news, there's some guys that are potentially going to be traded here soon. So that's something yes. we always are going to have to pay attention to for the next week or so. It's a, it's that, that is the worst, especially when it happens late. But, uh, that's not going to happen tonight. Tonight's going to be a good slate. We're going to change things up a little bit because there is so much news. I'm just going to run through most of it now. While I'm running through it, if something else pops up or a correction pops up, just yell at me. Kyrie Irving is out. That's the biggest news of the night so far. So Lonzo Ball also not going to play for the Lakers. Aaron Gordon, questionable for the Magic. The Memphis Grizzlies, also questionable. <laughs> no, James Ennis, Chandler Parsons, Jermichael Green, all out. Dylan Brooks, Deontay Davis, Ben McLemore, Mario Chalmers, all questionable. For the Nets, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Russell's doubtful. Jefferson's out. And Karis LeVert is questionable. So we've got a rainbow there in Brooklyn. Uh, for the Hornets, we've got Cody Zeller and Marvin Williams are out. For the Knicks, we've got Tim Hardaway questionable. Kevin Love broke his hand last night. So he's out for the Cavs. Laurie Markin and Chris Dunn both out for the Bulls. Nikolai Miritich could be traded any moment. He's questionable. J.J. Barea questionable for the Mavs. The Suns have Devin Booker, Marquise Chris, and Alex Lynn all questionable. Did I miss anything or has anything been updated? Uh, no, that is all of it. The only thing I'll mention is uh, Tyreek Evans. You know, Memphis is already the entire team is questionable. Tyreek is healthy finally, and he is also right in the center of several different trade talks as well. So something to keep an eye on. Maybe not necessarily for tonight, but at least for the next week. One of the teams that's considering trading for him, the Philadelphia 76ers, get J.J. Redick and Jared Bayless back. So they may be one of the few teams that doesn't have a ton of value tonight, at least in terms of the cheaper plays. There's still some players on the 76ers I like because they're playing the Nets, and it's a great situation. So I'm going to go ahead and steal the chalk must-play of the night, and that is Terry Rozier. There's no Marcus Smart. There's no Kyrie Irving. Rozier's 5,100, which seems probably a little high for him, but it's not with the minutes he's going to play and the usage he's going to see with no Irving. Yeah, no, I agree with that completely. And I'll also mention, uh, one thing I failed to mention there was Shane Larkin is actually questionable still. So he may not even have Shane Larkin backing him up tonight. Yeah, Shane Larkin. Oof. Would you consider going back to Shane Larkin tonight? Yes, I would. Uh, okay. I definitely would if we get news that he's going to play. My issue is not knowing if he's going to play or not is, uh, pretty terrifying after the last time when he sat out without being on the injury report at all. So. so I assume that Shane Larkin is not your must-play. Who is your must-play? Shane play Larkin. <laughs> no, he is not my must-play. My must-play is going to be a guy that has really rewarded me nicely before, but also burnt me several times, and that's Bobby Portis. Uh, you know, we met, you just mentioned that Laurie Markin and Chris Dunn both out for the Bulls. Miritich is questionable. He's questionable because of the trade, and he's dealing with an injury. So that, that's a really good thing for Bobby Portis. You know, Miritich might suit up, might play still. But even with Markin and out, Portis is going to have the opportunity to play some big minutes here. Uh, it's not a great matchup against Portland, 
But the minutes, you know, anytime you can give Bobby Portis minutes like this, you know, the last time we saw him play 25, which is what I have him projected for as a floor tonight, he put up 47.2 fantasy points against the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, which, in my opinion, projects as a relatively similar matchup as this Portland matchup. So give me Bobby Portis tonight. Okay, so if we've got Terry Rozier and Bobby Portis plugged into our, all of our lineups, we are going to play some studs. There are definitely some studs on this slate. LeBron James, Joel Embiid, Dwight Howard, Victor Oladipo, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons. I might cut it off there. You could include Chris Depps and Kimba and Mark Gasol if you wanted to, but that's going a little too deep for me. Who is your pick to be the highest scoring play on the night? Uh, give me LeBron. It's really close between Embiid and LeBron for me, but I'll take LeBron James just knowing that he, you know, he's playing in Cleveland against Miami. He still does kind of get up for that kind of thing a little bit. And with Kevin Love out, I mean, it's literally all of the usage. So LeBron James. Yeah. I, the reason I would favor LeBron is not so much because I think he's guaranteed to score more points than Embiid. I don't know that he's necessarily as good of value, but there's no one at small forward that's going to come close to matching what LeBron does tonight. At right. the center position, right underneath Embiid is Dwight Howard going to Atlanta. And you know what happened the last time he faced Atlanta, 60.5 FanDuel points. So, yes. yes. Embiid, well, that, LeBron James is easily the best stud on the slate tonight. He's Yeah, he's the best stud on the slate tonight. And, you know, to your point, though, I do love Dwight Howard because not only is he going to Atlanta, a place where he, he's obviously certainly looking forward to this revenge game, He's also getting, you know, his Hornets team is without Zeller and Marvin Williams tonight. Right. So that that, that know, helps a lot. Who yeah. is, do you have a stay stay away yet? Um, honestly, I I don't at this point. the The issue for me it was honestly going to be LeBron initially because right. I was going to pay up at point guard with Kyrie and Lillard and all that. I was just going to kind of stay away from it. But now because Kyrie's out and the value's everywhere, I think that I, it forces my hand where I have to play LeBron. So my stay away is probably going to be Joel Embiid just because there's so many centers available. And if I'm spending up for LeBron, I can, I'm probably not able to play both of them. Yeah, I think my stay away is going to be Victor Oladipo. His price on FanDuel now up over $10,000. It's 10-1. And he's going up against the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't need that kind of drama in my life. Uh, that's No, that's totally fair. That's a very, very good option to stay away from tonight. Let's go over to the Sportsline odds page and take a look at the games for tonight. The highest over-under of the night is the Lakers, two-and-a-half-point favorites at Orlando. It's got a 217 over-under. Orlando struggling mightily this year against point guards, against wings. Lakers not really good defensively at all. Aaron Gordon questionable in this game. Who is your favorite play from this game? Wow. See, this is a really tough game because I, I don't love a ton of players in this game, especially with, with Aaron Gordon out. I mean, Aaron Gordon would have been one of the guys that I kind of liked if he was healthy. Uh, so I, I think at this point, my favorite play has to be Evan Fournier. I, I think that he's the guy that I'm most interested in. Okay. Fournier 6,300 on FanDuel. Um, they are on a back to back, but it's a home back to back, right? Yes. Yep. Um, I do think uh, we'll probably, assuming that Gordon is out, we'll see Hazonia start again. He got the start last night. Uh, he will be a decent value play again. He just 4,100 and put up a decent performance last night, 25.6 FanDuel points in 24 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, you definitely can't complain about that at all. It's a, it's a very nice fantasy performance, and it's really on par with what you've seen from him. 
anytime he gets 24 plus minutes, I mean, he's scoring a fantasy point a minute. So I, I do like that. Um, I do think Aaron Gordon might return tonight, but okay, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, if he doesn't, Hazonia is certainly going to be one of the top value plays on the slate. And then on the Lakers side of things, are, do you have any interest in Jordan Clarkson or anybody else in that crazy rotation? I don't think so. I, I just, there's enough games on the slate and the, there's still some value there. I don't see really any reason to invest in any of the Lakers tonight. It just doesn't, it seems like unnecessary risk to me. Unnecessary risk. We're, we're going to avoid that. So we'll just move on then. It doesn't sound like you're all that interested in this game. Nope. Miami Heat at Cleveland. Cavs are one and a half point favorites, 214 over under. This Cavs team, they are struggling. I, I made the stupid mistake of saying, how are they only six point favorites against the Pistons with no talent but Andre Drummond? And, uh, that's how they got beat. So this yeah. is technically a revenge game for both LeBron and Wayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Um, who benefits the most from Kevin Love being out? Uh, I, I think it's probably Dwayne Wade for me. Okay. I think just a little, you know, they're going to have to lean on him a little more. Uh, he's going to have to play a few extra minutes. I know they're on a back-to-back, uh, but they're just, they're going to need some of his scoring. Uh, so I think it's Dwayne Wade. I think it's, you know, it's not just because of that, but like mentally for Dwayne Wade, you know, in that locker room right now, there had to have been a talk and, you know, he has to have that feeling where, all right, you know, this is the time where I have to step up. And I think that that's what's going on there. And I think that we're going to at least see that for a couple games until he runs out of energy. So give me all of the Dwayne Wade tonight. Give me the odds on Dwayne Wade yelling at Isaiah Thomas because he won't stop chucking. Oh, that'll happen. It may not be tonight, but it, it might happen by next Wednesday. I feel so bad for Isaiah. He's just not getting the respect that he deserves. Or he's not playing very well. I think he's not completely healthy. Uh, any interest in Channing Fry, 3,500 at center tonight? I would assume he's going to get a little bit more run. He did last night with Love Out. Uh, yeah, I think that there's some interest there. I think that the, the real issue for me with that is where are you going to spend the salary cap if you're not paying it a little bit at center? Uh, I think it's more of a, a DraftKings play than a FanDuel play because of for the positional sure. flexibility. Uh, and obviously Fry, you definitely want the three point bonus. So. I love Channing Fry. I think he's a fantastic option on DraftKings. Uh, I think that, you know, unless I, I can find a way to to use all the cap and pay up for guys like Oladipo and Tyreek and, and maybe Damian Lillard at point guard and Kemba, uh, I, I don't think that there's any way I'm playing. Uh, I don't think I'm playing Fry on FanDuel at this point. Okay. Anybody on the Heat side of this? Um, no, not really. Uh, See, that's I think so that, weird. Like, we just I went know. through the Lakers and Magic who are trash defensively, and we weren't that excited. We get the Heat against the Cavs who can't guard you and me. Okay, they could yep. guard you and me. And we don't really want any Heat. I would say speak for yourself there. I don't think you've seen my, you haven't seen my jumper yet. Okay, I have not seen your jumper. I have seen your lineups. They are available on Sportsline. Do we still have time to get any hot deals at Sportsline.com? We do. Uh, up until the end of the Super Bowl here, you have a great opportunity. Uh, so what you're going to get, if you go sign up for Sportsline, it's going to be a deal on the annual pass. It's $49.99, and that's going to be a $70 savings versus paying monthly. Uh, so you're going to get the entire 2018 football season for free if you do that. Uh, you're also going to get, obviously, the Super Bowl. You're going to get the entire college football season. You get March Madness, the Masters, the British Open, U.S. Open, all the Triple Crown races, 
Uh, we're even going to have coverage for the Winter Olympics. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on over there. And then, of course, you get the DFS advice from myself. Uh, so really great time to go get signed up. $49.99. Going to save yourself a lot of money if you go get signed up for that annual pass. Outstanding. Let's move on. Bulls at Portland. Trailblazers, seven-point favorites. Over under of 213. The Bulls are a little bit shorthanded. Your must-play of the night is Bobby Portis at power forward. But they're also going to be without Chris Dunn. Are we considering going to Jerry and Grant? Uh, I think I had more interest in Jerry and Grant before Kyrie Irving was out. I, I think that Terry Rozier makes a lot more sense for me. Okay. But I, I do think that Jerry and Grant is an okay tournament play now. Uh, I, I don't know that I'm locking him into cash games. It is nice that his minutes are trending back up after he, you know, only played 25 in a couple games. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that at 5,900, it's not a, uh, it's not a lock by any means, but I think it's someone you should certainly have your eye on still. Okay, we don't talk enough about the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard last night against the Clippers. We didn't give him respect. He scored 53 FanDuel points, but now he's on a back-to-back. And it's not a road game, but they are traveling back home from Los Angeles in a late-night game last night. Are you interested in Damian Lillard? Are you interested in C.J. McCollum? Uh, yes, I am, especially Damian Lillard. Uh I liked Kyrie Irving a lot. He was the guy I was going to be paying up for. I had him penciled in my lineups early this morning. Uh, so I think that the easy pivot there is to Damian Lillard. I think that he's certainly, you know, he's obviously the most expensive point guard, but for a very good reason. Uh, so I like Damian Lillard a lot. I think he's a very strong tournament play, and I, I think that he's also a very good cash game play tonight. Okay, 9400 on FanDuel. Um, I think he's a little bit cheaper over on DraftKings, right? Looks like he is 8900 on DraftKings, and he's actually not the most expensive point guard on DraftKings because Victor Oladipo is point guard eligible, and he's 93. I would much rather play Lillard than Oladipo. Anybody yeah. else you're interested in this game? Not really. Like I said, it's just the may, maybe Denzel Valentine if you need a flyer in a, in a tournament. I, I think that you know with the guy, you know, if, especially if Miritich is out and Markinen's obviously already ruled out. Chris Dunn's out. I think that Valentine is is maybe worth a little bit of a look just because there's going to be opportunity there. Um, but it's not a uh, – it's far from a lock. Like, I would significantly prefer Mario Hazonia if Aaron Gordon was ruled out. I'm really curious about Zach Levine's minutes because we saw him play 24 two games in a row, up to 25 against the Lakers on the 26th. Three days ago, he played 26 minutes against Milwaukee. I don't feel like 28 is out of the range of possibility, and he's been pretty consistently over – a fantasy point a minute. He's priced at six thousand dollars on FanDuel. I think he's a little too expensive on DraftKings. But I don't. I don't think Zach Levine is a bad tournament play at all in this matchup. Uh, no, not at all. I think he's actually a really good tournament play. I'm probably not getting there in cash games at all, but in tournaments, I think that he's one of the better plays. I think he does have thirty-five to forty fantasy point upside, especially if he gets just three or four extra minutes tonight. We will leave him in consideration for the all-tournament team, and we will move on to our next game, the Philadelphia 76ers, seven-point favorites at Brooklyn. 2-11 over-under. Brooklyn can't guard anyone. You gave Joel Embiid as your stay-away of the day. I was actually considering playing Joel Embiid over Dwight Howard. I, I mean, I think it's really, really close. Uh, I don't know that I like the that... uh you know, Sixers are really healthy here for one of the first times. Uh, you know, Robert Covington's in the lineup still. They've got J.J. Redick returning, Jared Bayless returning. Simmons is, he- is uh, completely healthy. T.J. McConnell's out there playing well. I just, I think that it might eat into the usage just a little bit for Embiid. 
And and I kind of prefer Dwight Howard, but man, it's you know, you're you're right. It's a dream matchup for Embiid, uh, and I think he'll probably be more popular, which is probably the reason why I'm going to be playing Dwight Howard. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I assume, like I said earlier, with Reddick and Bayless back, we're just not really playing any Philadelphia guards. Yeah, I just I don't think that you can. And I know we, we look at on on uh, Fanduel, Ben Simmons is a power forward. He's essentially a guard to me at times too. Uh, I just I think that having all these guys back kind of prices Ben Simmons out tonight too. I agree completely. On the Brooklyn side of things, I don't think Damari Carroll's a bad play. Philadelphia has been great against small forwards, but I, I don't really care. Uh, I, I think Carroll is a decent play if you find yourself needing a small forward in that $5,500 range. Definitely. I'm significantly more interested if Karis LeVert ends up sitting again. If he sits again, then yes, I'm all aboard on uh, Damari Carroll. Uh, if he doesn't, I think it's a lot more difficult of a decision, uh, just mainly because of the value that was opened up in Boston. We're halfway through the slate. In theory, it's the good half because it's the four highest over-unders. We don't have enough players, Mike, so I, I hope you've got something up your sleeve here in these uh, l- these low-scoring games. Charlotte, three-point favorite at Atlanta, 210.5 is the over-under. Atlanta, the worst team in the league against the center position. Dwight Howard is probably our favorite center play on the night. Who else do you like in this game? I think the guy you need to look to pretty quickly here is going to be Frank Kaminsky. Uh, he really didn't play well in this matchup at all last week when they played. But when you're talking about Marvin Williams being out here and Cody Zeller both being out, uh, I think that Kaminsky's, you know, he's going to play close to 30 minutes in this game alongside Dwight Howard. Uh, you know, he's already been listed as the starter for this game. So I think Kaminsky at 4K on FanDuel at power forward, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yes, but before ter- the Kyrie Irving news, Frank Kaminsky was actually going to be my must-play of the night. So, yeah, absolutely, I love Frank Kaminsky at power forward. I think he has the upside at that price to play in tournaments and the floor to play in cash games, so I'll be playing him in both. Uh, no, yeah. I assume, because this is always the answer, that there are no Hawks you're interested in? Uh, no, I, I don't think that there's any way I'm playing an Atlanta Hawk tonight. Well, that's fair enough. Nobody else wants to either, and nobody's going to go watch him, so that's fine. You want to just move on to the next game? Let's move on. Okay. We've got the Dallas Mavericks, three-and-a-half-point favorites at Phoenix with a 210.5 over-under. Dallas is kind of hapless, but it's nice to see that they're favored in a game. Phoenix is even worse. Um, Who are you interested in this game? Uh, I think... Dennis Smith Jr. is interesting. I think that the uh, pace of play and defense, defensive efficiency that he's going to see against Phoenix is really going to be something that benefits him, especially if J.J. Barea is out. Uh, I know that you know they could, they always still get theirs and they all get their minutes and usage still, but having one less guy like Barea in the rotation is a good thing. Uh, so Dennis Smith Jr. on the Dallas side is the guy that I'm probably most interested in. If Devin Booker is out, are you most interested in TJ Warren at 7,100 on FanDuel or Josh Jackson at 49? Ooh, it's really close. Um, probably Josh Jackson. Uh, I think that Warren will be more popular, but I think that Jackson is probably going to make a little more sense with what I'm looking to do with LeBron. Um, you know, Jackson is, we're starting to get a pretty large sample size. When he approaches 30 minutes, he is approaching one fantasy point a minute. Yep. And if he get, if he gets 30 minutes here, there's no doubt that he should return more value than uh, than TJ Warren should. So give me Josh Jackson. And then the other option, of course, that we have here, uh, Marquise Chris could miss the game as well. 
Either one of those two miss, I'm probably playing Josh Jackson at small forward alongside LeBron James. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's really, uh, really interesting because they're, you know, I, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. My only question will be what happens if Aaron Gordon's ruled out? Do you ignore Mario Hazonia for, you know, $800 plus? No, that's, that's a fair point. Um, I am going to stay away from the Phoenix big men probably because I think that we probably see Chandler and Monroe both active. And yep. I'm just not interested in that. Okay. The New York Knicks at Boston. Celtics eight and a half point favorites. Has that number gone down since Kyrie was ruled out? It probably has. Uh, over under uh, of 209. Yeah. It's a, uh, this is a, this is a game that I like a lot. I mean, obviously anytime you have a guy like Kyrie out when Marcus Smart is out, it's going to create a lot of value on the Boston side of things. Uh, you know, you already mentioned your must play of the day with Terry Rozier. So that, that's a guy that I really like. The interesting thing about it is if you look at the Celtics usage with Kyrie and Marcus Smart off the court, there's not necessarily, and this, the Celtics are just kind of like this, but there's not necessarily a huge spike from one player. Um, they spread it around pretty evenly, um, no matter who's on the court. I do think that people will look at this and say, okay, the guards are going to get a big, Terry Rozier's going to get a big boost. Shane Larkett's going to get to play a lot. Al Horford leads the team in usage without those two on the court at 32%. People are not yeah. going to be thinking, oh, yay, Al Horford's a better play now. Al Horford is a better play now, and Al Her- Horford was underpriced even if you were expecting Kyrie Irving to be on the court. Yeah, he uh, doesn't seem to get the respect he deserves in terms of pricing there. Uh, I'm probably most interested, again, I'm playing him on DraftKings just because of the positional flexibility. Uh, if, I, if I'm trying to get a guy like Dwight Howard in, uh, but, you know, there's a good chance that he's my cash game center at the end of, you know, when it's all said and done also on FanDuel because, like you said there, I do agree, he is certainly going to have to carry this offense. The usage is going to be there. Uh, so I, I definitely am on board. One interesting thing that I want to point out, though, yeah. the Celtics, in terms of offensive efficiency, are sixth with Kyrie Irving on the floor. They are 30th when he is off the floor. Yeah. Well, their bench unit is bad, and that kind of goes hand-in-hand with something else I was going to say. The second-highest usage on the team with Kyrie Irving and Marcus Smart off the floor is Marcus Morris. But the reason is, most of the time when Kyrie Irving's not on the floor, the bench unit's in, and their bench plan on offense right now is let Marcus Morris chuck up 19-footers. That's a bad offensive plan. Yes, but it, it works okay for his offense, for his fantasy value. Yeah, it's great for his fantasy value. And I, I think that he's someone that you're probably going to be considering again. Uh, just another one of the value power forwards tonight. We have a ton of them. Like you said, with my must play in Portis, the guy that you were going to play in Frank Kaminsky. Uh, where do you rank Marcus Morris in comparison to those two guys? As a tournament play, I probably like him more. Um, just because I don't think anybody's going to play him. Right. I think a lot of people are going to be on Portis. A lot of people are going to be on Kaminsky. No one's going to play Morris on FanDuel. He's 900 more than Kaminsky. He's 400 more than Portis. So I, I, I think it's pretty easy to say he's going to be lower owned and he's definitely shown us upside at that price. So like, I don't think his, he's as safe as either Portis or Kaminsky, but I do have quite a bit of interest in Horford. That's probably the one guy I'm really interested in on the Celtics. On the Knicks side of things, I'm curious if Al Horford has to do a little more on the offensive side of the ball. Does does he give up a little bit to Chris Uh Yeah, I think it's possible. I think Porzingis is a 
really good tournament play. I think he's probably my uh, all-tournament team nomination. I just don't know that I think people are going to pay up for him tonight because of all the value that we mentioned at, at power okay. forward. But I do think he's in a really good spot here. I, I prefer him over Ben Simmons for sure. Okay, and then our final game of the night, Memphis at Indiana, an over-under of 203, a seven-point spread in favor of the Pacers. We already said we don't want to pay the most expensive player, Victor Oladipo. It's my stay away. Is this game just a throwaway? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much a throwaway for me. The only, I mean, there's two guys that you could play, and that's going to be Tyreek Evans and Marcus Gasol. Um, you know, we don't really need a ton of other value. It, it would take some really weird things to happen for, you know, like Chalmers and Brooks to both be ruled out to maybe have some interest in Andrew Harrison, I guess. But I, I, I largely at this point in the day, I'm staying away from it. You know, obviously follow over to Sportsline and see where I'm at at the end of the day because it is possible based off the, the you know, the entire team is literally questionable. So, yeah, if if we saw Macklemore, Chalmers, and Brooks all out, then I would have some interest in Wayne Selton because we're going to need some cheap shooting guards. Yeah. It looks like. And Dwayne Wade is only one of them. Yep. So on that note, let's just look, go, go to the cheat sheet real quick. We've got some options at virtually every position, but I'm forgetting a couple. So you're going to have to fill me in here at point guard. I've got Terry Rozier and Damian Lillard as our two favorite point guard plays. Dennis Smith Jr. was also somebody that you brought up. We do not have an all tournament play yet. Is Smith Jr. the all tournament play or do we have somebody better? Uh, I, I'll take Smith Jr. as the all-tournament play. Okay. And those are really the three guys that we're interested in point guard. Yep. And then just a caveat for Andrew Harrison if all those guys are out for Memphis. Okay. And then I've got Dwayne Wade and Evan Fournier, Zach Levine as all-tournament at shooting guard. I don't love our options at shooting guard. Tyreek Evans is somebody that you could consider as well. Um, that's pretty much it though, right? Yeah, shooting guard is really thin for me. I uh, I wish I could give you more at this point in the day, but it's really going to depend on where I'm going at center in my second small forward spot that you know, just kind of depends on what salary cap is left. Speaking of that second small forward spot, we're playing LeBron James, most likely. TJ Warren yes. is in play, and so is Josh Jackson if Devin Booker's out. Um, yep. I think you have to consider one guy we didn't mention on the Heat – I think you do have to consider both Josh Richardson and James Johnson just because the Cleveland defense has been so awful. Yeah, no, I think that you can consider them. Definitely tournament only for me, but I, you know, there's going to be fantasy points scored for Miami tonight, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, especially Josh Richardson. He does have some big upside here. And then I like Damari Carroll. We really like him a lot if Karis Levert is ruled out again. Yes. Moving on to power forward, Bobby Portis, Frank Kaminsky. Those are kind of the free squares in terms of value plays. You can play Chris Stapps in a tournament. He's our all-tournament play at 8,700 on FanDuel. Are there any other power forwards you're really interested in? Uh, I'll just mention Jason Tatum. I think he's got a little bit of tournament upside. Um, yes, I think I think Jason Tatum's going to have to shoot a lot of shots. Yeah. So that, no. that offense is going to be ugly, but that, that's going to... And then at center... There are so many centers, but we've kind of narrowed it down that Dwight Howard is our favorite choice. Al Horford is sneaking up behind him, though, and I like Al Horford quite a bit. I will play some Joel Embiid, but the hard thing is he's not really a tournament play because his ownership's going to be too high. Yep. Did I leave a center out? Uh Channing Fry. Well, I will definitely, the more I look at it, I will definitely have Channing Fry exposure, especially okay. at DraftKings. 
Okay, let's uh, go through our FanDuel and DraftKings lineups, and I'm not sure how well this is going to come together, but we've got Terry Rozier and Damian Lillard at point guard. I know you like that. Okay. Dwayne Wade at yep. shooting guard. Yep. LeBron at small forward. Bobby Portis and Frank Kaminsky at power forward, and Dwight Howard at center. That okay. leaves us 5,400 for a shooting guard and a small forward each. Yeah. <laughs> you do, um, you do not seem enthused. Not, not super enthused by that, but, you know, we'll, we'll make it work. Uh, I think that, you know, who, who's your favorite small forward out of that group? You kind of like, it seems like you like Josh Jackson, right? Yeah, I, I like Josh Jackson if either Devontae Booker, I mean, Hazonia also would fit, but let's, let's put Jackson in knowing that you can pivot to Hazonia if you need to. Okay. Uh, it's easier to pivot that direction than it is to pivot the other direction. And yeah. then that leaves you 5,900 um, for a shooting guard. Yeah, and I actually like that. We, we failed to mention him, but I think Nick Batum's a good play here. I think he's a good tournament play. We kind of talked about him the other day. Uh, I, I like Nick Batum. Knowing that some of those other guys are out for Charlotte tonight, I think that this is a very interesting spot for him. I don't think he's going to be highly owned. So Rozier, Lillard, Wade. Batum, LeBron, Josh Jackson, Bobby Portis, Frank Kaminsky, and Dwight Howard. Things get really interesting over on DraftKings. I, I'm hoping that there are some just dirt cheap guards that you really like. Because I really like this lineup, but it's, it's a tough sell. So now that I've uh, poisoned the well, Terry Rozier at point guard, LeBron at small forward, Bobby Portis at power forward, Dwight Howard at center, Channing Fry at forward, and Al Horford at utility. But as you can see, we don't have any money left. So I, I'm just right. wondering, like, how cheap are you willing to go at guard tonight? Are there punts that you just love? Uh, I mean, really, there there will be. Uh, we just need to know the injury news in Phoenix and Memphis. Because if things go poorly, you know, in terms of injury reporting, like if Devin Booker is out, Marquise Chris is out, Alex Lynn is out. Uh, I think that there are several guys on uh, Phoenix that I think could be viable. And then, of course, those value guys like Wayne Selden and Andrew Harrison for Memphis. I think that those are cheap guard players you could look at. I am going to try to put together an actual lineup here. And so we're going to take Howard out and put Al Horford at center. That leaves us 5,600 per position with a shooting guard guard and utility remaining. And so we'll just start with the shooting guard because that's the most difficult and uh, cumbersome position to fill. And I think we just see if we can slide Dwayne Wade in there at 4,700. Yep. Leaving us 6,050 at the guard position and utility. And then who is your favorite guard in that 6,000 or less range? Um, 6,000 or less range. We didn't even mention Jalen Brown. I think he's interesting tonight. Um, you know, I don't really know that I want to get a Cleveland stack going, but I, I don't hate Isaiah Thomas at 5,600. I like Isaiah Thomas at 5,600. I'm okay with getting a Cleveland stack going without Kevin Love. And that leaves us 65 exactly for Evan Fournier at the utility. So Terry Rozier, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Bobby Portis, Al Horford, Isaiah Thomas, Channing Frye, and Evan Fournier. That will do it for our Wednesday lineups. Again, there's a, it, it's, just as a warning to all of you playing NBA DFS, there is a lot of injury news coming tonight, and it's not going to get better over the next week and a half or so. With the trade deadline, with the All-Star game, 
it just gets a little hairy for a while, and then we get a little bit of stability for a month or so, and then the end of the season happens, and it's just all haywire. But it, we will give you all the possibilities on this program that records in the afternoon, and then you can make the calls once we get the actual news. Also, if you're interested in playing Fantasy DFS Golf, we just recorded and we'll have in the stream an episode for this week's PGA Tournament, the most fun tournament of the year, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, and another bonus podcast coming on Thursday. We'll have a special Super Bowl edition for those of you that want to play one game's worth of NFL DFS. We will have our picks for you. We'll be back tomorrow on the Sportsline DFS Podcast.